What's up, gamers and blamers? What's up, rhymers and timers? You're listening to another episode, a fine episode, some people might say, of Awkward Pause. Uh, with us today, I have the finest and the timest, Mr. Andrew Street. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. I don't do rhymes. And we also have the gamer and the, not not a blamer per se, Elmer Gordado. I'll tell you what, I actively uh, refuted my gamer tags, my gamer rights, uh, my gamer birth certificate, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, twice this week. Mm. Um, and I got called out on it. I got, I, I got blasted up. I was so embarrassed. Started a new job, which we can talk about at, at large later. But while we're on the gamer talk, the gamer section of Ocpaz, mm-hmm. um, I was asked, oh, are you, you know, I must have said something. Oh, I know exactly what it was. It's always, it's always something like this, something so innocent. I hear a clackety clack, clack, clack through Zoom. And my, you know, the I, my spider sense tingles, you know, the hair stand up. I got the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a metal keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's some gamer shit you know my gamer senses were tingling and i said something like "Ooh, that sounds like a satisfying keyboard or something you know just small talk mm-hmm. and sh- she was like yeah like uh i'm like obsessed with these me- th- these metal keyboards now um my boyfriend who's a gamer built it for me um and she was like oh are you a gamer and I was like, no, no, <laughs> just disgusting. Yeah. Miss me with that shit. Are you yes. a gamer? That is um, literally like it might be the single worst question on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> the worst question. Um, and then she told this heartwarming story about like, ha ha ha. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, you know, I remember early on when I started dating my boyfriend, I called him. I asked him, oh, are you a gamer? Because I saw his PC set up. And he also was like, no, 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 no. I just I just have a nice computer. I'm an adult. You know, and then she's like six months into dating him. Like, yeah, he's a fucking gamer. Uh, he lied to me. Um, and then I felt compelled to expose myself. Mm. I, every girl I've ever that's ever asked me about my keyboard. I'm like, disgusting. No, that's my little brother's gaming keyboard. I'm just a good brother. I let him keep that shit here. Yeah, it feels you good know? to use it in Excel. That's why I have it. <laughs> when you're when you're filling out all your spreadsheets for all the business you got to do, you got that numpad singing. Oh yeah, baby. So so let's 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 dive into this. When when did Lexi and Melissa realize? Uh oh, I'm dating a gamer. How did that kind of come around? Very very same situation for me where I lied to Lexi's face and then slowly but surely. You know, she would be like, oh, you were playing a game? And I'd be like, oh, just, you know, fucking whatever. Meanwhile, I'm coming from like a sweaty (laughs) five-hour siege session or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually, I think it was probably when I got into Stardew Valley. And I literally, like, she texted me and I replied two days later. (laughs) Um, That's that's when I think we... We came full circle and got got down to the truth. She's like, are you cheating on me? No, sorry, baby, I'm a farmer. Slash mm-hmm. gamer. I am cheating on you with fucking Maru because <laughs> she's a good neighbor. I'm bringing her honey. All right. She loves parsnips. She does love parsnips. Uh, I feel like she had said to me, uh, I didn't know you were into video games so much. Because, <laughs> you know, in the beginning, it's yeah. like I didn't really, you know, I don't let it on. I'm not putting it out there. Right. Then you. What happened there was like you, you talked about Pokemon for too long. 
yeah without noticing and then she noticed yep or like i you know i brought the vita so i was heavy into the vita at the time so it's like a big move oh i brought the vita with me and persona in it Hmm. and then from there it was like oh okay you're like really into this yeah you guys were going to see iron man 2 you were she was trying to hold your hand and you were trying to hold yukiko's hand yep exactly Mm -hmm. damn Mm -hmm. and then when in in, in that picture in that I just call it a movie, a video, a picture. In that story, I picture you pulling out the Vita out of like cargo shorts and like the cargo short pocket by the knee. Yep, that's pretty accurate. Perfect size. <laughs> yep. Uh, I can't. You know, like listen, I hate myself, uh, mm-hmm. so I can't even look at like pictures of me from 2013. You can't look in the mirror. Oh, I definitely, I definitely can't look in the mirror, but can't look at pictures of uh, 2013 cargo shorts, Vita in the pocket, like. Come on, uh, flat bill hat, straight from Hot Topic. Yeah, probably like maybe like a flat bill. Uh, I don't know, Pokemon hat. Nah, Andy mm-hmm. was definitely rocking the visor beanie in the dead of summer. He was still yes. going. He's like the harder no, beanie. That yeah. was like mid. That was like middle school, maybe. Okay. High school that was high school wasn't that bad. Phase. It was just like I wore cargo shorts. I didn't know there like guys could wear any other shorts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, the cargo shorts were a big mood. Back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it was a moment when board shorts and the, like, above the knee, not function, but fashion shorts became a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's also a big thing that I think, you know, when you're a little kid, you are very much, you got, you have fashion in mind to some degree, like, you think you know what you like, but you're also going for more function. And I think the older you get, the more you, you, you lose function. Because the real, the real thing, like, you should look at any adult wearing cargo shorts today and be like, that's the next Bill Gates. Because that's a smart move. That's more practical than any fucking shorts I'm wearing. I feel like if you got you know? kids, you got so many pockets to put binkies. One Vita for each kid. Yeah, Vitas, uh, <laughs> snacks. Kid shit. Kid shit. <laughs> Vitas and snacks. And kid shit. Binkies. <laughs> oh, man. Coming for Cass to have a kid and you just send his kid a fucking Vita and snacks. I know. I haven't <laughs> sold my Vita because I'm saving it for Cass's kid. He got rid I'm, of his. I have Cass's Vita. Yeah, oh, I have actually, I'm going to send him better. back his yeah. Vita. <laughs> I knew you would need actually, this someday. <laughs> oh, I actually uh, just touched the, that Vita for the first time in a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to move. And instead of being stressed out for one big week, I'm just putting shit in boxes mm-hmm. one weekend at a time. Um, so hopefully by that last weekend, I'm really down to like, you know, nothing. I'm also just so impatient. Like, I just hate, I hate the month before moving because then you just hate your current place. Yeah. This is shit. I live in a fucking, this isn't real. I live in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hated that. So yeah, I'm in move mode. Went to Home Depot, bought some moving boxes. Um, I mean, desperately in the need, I, I, I need to call the moving company and see if there's something they offer, but I need a mattress cover. Oh yeah, they could definitely I, hook you up. I looked on. I was like, I, this should be cheap. I should just buy it on Amazon. I got a purple mattress. It's worth protecting. Yeah, spend like fifty bucks for that. That seems like something a moving company can provide. I don't. I, I'm not going to use that ever, except this one day. I also I mean, feel like I didn't say anything to my moving company, and they just showed up and put my mattress in a bag. Mm, the last guys that moved didn't do that. Yeah, so I would call them. I'd just be like, hey, you guys got a mattress bag? Yeah. If not, like and they this, sell them at U-Haul. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, U-Haul, I feel like, is the spot for moving supplies. Things like that. Gotcha. 
I mean, hopefully it's not too bad. I bought two small boxes, two medium boxes from Home Depot. And I really think that's going to be it um, on the box front. Because I have, since I moved from California to Missouri, I have like all my suitcases. Mm. So I always just like all my clothes goes in there. And then the boxes are just for fucking all my toys and knickknacks and garbage. <laughs> um, literally nothing worth protecting. Anything worth protecting just is going to get put in my car anyway. So um should be a pretty easy move. I'm very excited. I need to buy a couch before I move. That's maybe the part I'm not excited about. I'm excited about having a new couch, but I'm not excited about making a commitment. Um, it feels like such a commitment, doesn't it? And it's so yeah. expensive. Yeah. There's really no way around it. Like, it's going to be expensive, mm-hmm. even if you're getting a deal. Um, it, you're, 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 the couch economy, not good. No. Yeah. I did, however, get my new... I'll start a new job. Big transitionary period in my life right now. Um, all, all, all thumbs up so far. But new job. Get to expense a, a standing desk once I move. Hell yeah. Nice. So now that I'm I'm full work from home for life, you know, uh, not for life, for the foreseeable uh, future, um, very excited to have a standing desk and maybe be less of a piece of shit every day. <laughs> So that's that's kind of what's going on on my end. I I guess also we ran out of power and water for a week, and Ted Cruz is a fucking cuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, and him but, him fucking gloating about that shit at the CPAC. What a little bitch. Yeah, I mean, I I actually did some four a.m. Uh, scrolling on local news coverage of of the CPAC uh, because that's that's how you get the goods. You get the good pictures. Like I'm not reading anything, but I just wanted to see mm-hmm. the. It's kind of like do you remember like. People on the internet documented DashCon. You don't know what DashCon is, listener? Google it. It's worth it. Uh, internet Historian has a great YouTube video on it. But it felt like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, looking at photos like that, and it's just... Holy shit, man. It's just so lame. It's more embarrassing than the people that still go to... That went to Kind of Funny Prom. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. It's that embarrassing. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I take it back. I'll backpedal. I take it back. But what I'm trying to say... Is just like it's the same thing. Not that they're both bad, but it's the same thing where you just realize you look at the CPEC shit and you're just like, ah, it's people that just want to be a part of something. It's people that just want friends. And the Facebook algorithm fucked them and the US education system taught them nothing. So here we are. Yeah. yeah. A lot of insecurities, a lot of, yeah, just bad stuff all around. Yeah, there's something special, and I think here's what the overlap is, Andrew. Tell me if I'm crazy. The loud insecurity. Oh, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. a very specific brand of I'm so insecure, I'm going to yell about it. Um, and I think you have that everywhere, basically. I mean, even the things I like and I'm a part of. You know, baseball, bad, bad, loud, insecure people there, too. People are awful, I guess. Yeah, people I mean, it also everywhere. Listen, like, you know, I don't know that we need to go deep down this rabbit hole, but it does blow my mind that... uh it really is counterculture. I think that is it. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? Like, it, it really is. It really is that, like, it is popular and mainstream well, to be accepting yeah. and understanding and, uh, you know, have uh, empathy. Well, it's popular to be... Cr- it's it's a. It's been culturally popular, as in, like, the way counterculture kind of changes. Yeah. Like, the idea of being crucified, like, that is what counterculture kind of... Yeah like leans on right even like punk music back in the day it was being 
quote unquote canceled by fucking parents that thought it was satanic or whatever the fuck. Right. Like you have this all the time. Yep. It just is kind of funny how that pendulum swings. And now it's like, yeah, like they were trying to cancel punk music and Mortal Kombat. And that was counterculture. And now we're just like, hey, don't say the N word. And they're like, that's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I need to fight against the system. And the bet uh, there's nothing more punk rock than Ted Cruz and his new haircut. His fucking mullet. <laughs> oh, uh, such a fucking swine. Oh my god. So, Elmer, my my mom keeps asking me about your energy bill. Do you think you're gonna get hit with like one of those like sixteen thousand dollar, like electrical electric bills this this month? Um, I'm not sure yet, but. <laughs> Robert's name is on the electrical bill, so we're good either way. Okay. And you think you think Robert's gonna look me in the eyes and be like, "Hey, you gotta Venmo me for this electricity." <laughs> uh, it's not gonna happen. So that's just is what it is. Um, we'll see. I, I I I I am not concerned though because it seems like, you know, the headlines you're seeing, it seems like they're getting fixed. Like it seems like there has been some pushback. Some people already paid, and that's ah, that's the. You got to talk about the whole thing, I guess, to really understand it, right? I remember early on in my, one of the first times I ever came to Texas, I was visiting Robert's family just for like the holidays or something, right? And his dad was like, we were just talking about something and he mentioned like, oh, like the, I guess the electricity is more expensive today. Um, and then he had like an app on his phone that was basically saying like, whatever the metric is, um, I don't know what the, what are the counter electricity in? Uh, oh, amps. Ohms, no, jewels. No, I don't think kilowatts. it's kilowatts. Kilowatts. I think that's, it's kilowatts. It I think that's how they sell it. Yeah. I think that's the key thing. Um, but that was my first time being like, what the, f- the fuck does that mean? You know, like the price changes. And that that is really like the reality of the system in Texas. It is the this this system changes because it's not like all on uh the national grid. Well, outside of that, that's, I mean, that's why there's no backup plan because they're not on the national grid, right? There's a, like, let's say 85% of Texas to 90% is on the Texas grid. The 10% that's on the Midwestern grid, that's on the Northern part of Texas had the same storm, the same weather does technically you would think worse, right? Cause they're more North. They had like not zero, but they had normal power outages where, you know, a hundred people lost it for a for an hour at a time or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're in the same state, but they're on the other grid. So one part, it's just a multi, there's so many layers, right? Layer one, 2012, they were told they were supposed to fucking winterize the grid. And they were like, nah, that's just for pussies. Mm-hmm. Texas, it's uh, hot here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Global warming, that's fucking, that's gay. <laughs> I don't believe in that. Um, that's what, that was a direct quote from Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. And the part that, was in Texas, the other part, the 15% I'm mentioning that's in the Midwestern grid did get winterized. So they didn't have the same problems, right? So that's just one, one part to understand. The second part is what you just mentioned is like, there was no backup system because we're on our own grid because we're fucking real men. Uh, and then the third thing, I guess, is this fucking free market bullshit system where, you know, like... I don't know, guys. I've been saying this. I've been on this train for a while. Like, at some point, internet needs to become a you fucking free public utility. Yes. Because you can't, you, you know, it's like kids have to learn remotely from school. Yeah, it's a you know, Bernie Sanders is saying it's a right, you know, yeah. to have access yeah, yeah. to 
high speed internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's horseshit here. Like in the school district in Austin, you know, there's so many poor communities here that don't fucking have internet and their solution. It's like fine that they have a solution, but they have to wait for their turn for like a truck to drive to their neighborhood to give them internet access. Yep. Where it's like a, a hotspot oh basically. God. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's like the school has to do something and that's good that they're doing something, but like, that's the reality. You're just making everyone work from, or like, you know, there's a perfect example of like why this shit needs to just be a utility. Yeah. I yeah. think what can this kid not go to school now? If he doesn't have fucking internet. One of the craziest things was like or over here in some lower income neighborhoods. It was like, Oh, well, kids are entitled to a free public education. They need this. So now that they're remotely, not every household has a, a computer. Okay. So let's give them all Chromebooks. All right. But not everybody has fucking high speed internet. They can't like get on zoom it's like, but now you have all these kids. They gave out Chromebooks, but no one, like, people don't have internet. So it's like, now people just have Jesus. Chromebooks at home. It's like, that's just Yeah, fucked, and, th- and that that's a perfect example of just, like, what the fuck's going on here? So, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, if I feel like that way about internet, heads up, I feel that way about fucking electricity and water. Like, we're at such a moment where... It sucks that now it's so crystal clear. It took, this is what it took. But how could you, how could you tell me this is a good thing? You know, how could you tell me that like competition and capitalism are going to breed? Like, you know, that those are, these are the lies of capitalism and like the lies that every fucking college libertarian thinks they're so fucking smart. They're smarter than everyone for thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, competition or like, you know, no regulation. It's like that still is putting faith on people. You dumb motherfucker. You cannot <laughs> trust people. We trusted these people to winterize the grid. We trusted these people to fucking have a plan for when this happened. And instead, it's just like, nope, well, th- we didn't have regulations, free market. So, yeah, if you wanted electricity, if you wanted to stay warm that day, you're paying $16,000. Should have built your own grid. Pull yourself up. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, you got you got you got to fucking break a few grandmas to fucking keep the government out of the Texas grid system. Like, what the fuck? You can't. I don't care how like conservative or libertarian or whatever you know my, mind fuck you got to do to you know find your slot in the political spectrum in America. But m- the shit should be so much simpler at the end of the day for everyone if you just fucking put everything aside. It's just like, bro, if we just let people, I don't know. They want to keep us stupid, you know? Yeah. And this is where I start getting full tinfoil hat mode, right? But like, it benefits them for us to not, for us to have to worry about what we eat. You know, I remember I got so, I, I almost fucking, the last political fight I got in was with like a friend's little brother who's a college libertarian little fucking dork. And it's like, yeah, if you're a libertarian in college, I get it. But if you're a libertarian outside of college, you're a fucking baby um but you know i was i I basically was just trying to help him understand like you know the whole just vote meant brain and that that whole idea it's just like well you don't think about fucking voting when you got to think about food when you got to think about your kids when you got to think about other shit right like maybe our society would be more you know generally good if people didn't have to worry about food if people didn't have to worry about power and water and like that's the thing like you can't get mad at all these people for not voting when they're prioritizing feeding their families over not voting. And then like you tell them to vote, they vote because they're so mad at Trump and then you can't fucking raise the minimum wage. 
Well, like, no, Elmer, the, the problem the minimum here is, is if we raise the minimum wage, then your price of your uh, McBurger is going to go up 25 cents. Good. <laughs> but also, like, you know, minimum wage hasn't hasn't kept up with inflation. We've just let companies make more and more money and not raise minimum wage. Like, yeah, I mean, the minimum wage is what? It's seven twenty five. Right. And, you know, but when you count for inflation, it's like gone down. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, like the like. It, it's gone down proportionately to what it should be. And that's why I don't understand like, the argument, right? Like, oh, I, I, and I do, I do understand, right? Small businesses being worried about stuff like that, but it's also like, you know, why are you mad at these people that should be getting paid more? Not the fact that like your business should not be paying, like your small business should get more tax benefits. They should get the tax benefits well, also, that are going to fucking McDonald's and Ruth Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> yes. uh, like, it's cr- I mean, listen. and also, also fuck small business though, right? Like you're you the price of a human life <laughs> is what we're talking about. The price to live in this goddamn fucking country. Yep. So like even if even a small business, like I can't even feel bad for you because what we're talking about is the price for you to have someone eight hours a day do what you want them to do so they can survive. Yes, that's like what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like well, it's just the argument that there should be a minimum. Everybody should get paid when they turn eighteen. They should get paid by the government, 100%. There should be a universal basic income. It's the same thing, like, I don't understand. I feel like as people get older, right, they're like, oh, you need to invest in for your retirement. And a lot of people invest in property. I couldn't imagine an income source being somebody's fucking shelter. It's just a hard thing to imagine. Like, people have to... Like, yeah, these are the kind of sing- singular sentences when you say them out loud. Out of context, you realize how insane these mental gymnastics they've like conditioned us to believe are yeah it's like oh you have to pay me to to be out of the fucking cold yeah (laughs) thanks there was a my mom posted something on facebook and there's this guy who like is always you know trying to like start shit and he is a non-college libertarian or you know fucking whatever and you know he was like these people who who are like working at mcdonald's don't deserve yeah to make money Classic. because the companies like need to make money. And I was like, are you like, it's just so fucked. Like prioritizing like companies over, you know, like a single parent or fucking whatever, you know what? Well, I think it's because they don't get to that second level of like, what are you actually saying? Thinking, yeah, you know, it is a lot of it is like a big percentage is literally people's minds being gone to the fucking internet and the algorithm completely. Yeah. Um, but another thing that I think is is intrinsically an American problem um, is everyone has been brainwashed and mind fucked into thinking their 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 time is coming. Oh yeah, they're down on they're their luck, billionaire. Yeah, they're gonna become a millionaire. They're gonna become a billionaire. So I gotta look out for McDonald's for now because that's gonna be me one day. Yep. <laughs> and I, I I really think that's got to be it, because what else? How else do you get to the point where you're just like, you know, just deep throat in the McDonald's boot, worried about how much money they're making? And I think it might just be it could also be an infatuation with the simple idea of the free market and what it represents and what capitalism and America and the American dream represents. But. 
I don't, do you remember? I don't know. I was in AP his, U.S. history or world history, one of them, you know, where you feel like a smart boy. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking I had the most meta Deadpool fucking thought where I was like, oh, my God, we're learning about this right now. I wonder what fucking China or Germany, how did they teach World War Two? How did they talk about America? And oh, but saying it not with true, like sincere curiosity, saying it with like a fucking chip on my shoulder and like some arrogance about like <laughs> they're fucking there in their lives. Yeah, we're free. You know, we, we, learned got the, the truth. we got we got the fucking facts right <laughs> here, baby. You know, and this is a fourteen year old thought. You know, if you have that after, it's a problem. Yeah, man. Um, but I think. I'm all suppressed. But that's a easy example, right? Too of just like, yeah, dude, you don't realize, like, ah, so many people, I guess, just don't realize the reality of the situation. The real, and it's because maybe it's not an optimistic reality. Is there a way to look at it with optimism? And I think the, the main way is like, you got to believe in fucking people, persons, and maybe not people, right? Persons, specific people. Um, but they spend a lot of time trying to fucking keep you down. Yeah. And it sounds like such a movie line, (laughs) such a fucking simple, like, I don't know, like a meme conspiracy fucking take, but I don't know the, 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 once you look, once you notice it a little bit and you kind of can't stop seeing it, um, I don't know. Is this, this is, I I get rad. People get radicalized in their twenties. I guess this is what's happening. Um, but I mean, look at, but it think is, about all the infighting, right? Like what you just said about the being mad at minimum wage workers. Like that's a thing to keep people infighting. Don't be mad mm-hmm. at McDonald's. Be mad at the minimum wage worker. It's the same thing when like people bring up, it's like, oh, well, w- fucking people are always abusing food stamps or abusing uh, welfare or abusing unemployment. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Abuse the fucking system because <laughs> yeah. because fucking all of these corporations, all of these politicians abuse the system and everyone's cool with that. Nothing ever happens. Yeah. So God for fucking bid, someone who's like on food stamps going to fucking abuse it. They shouldn't be there to begin with. They shouldn't. The system shouldn't make them be there. So yeah. fuck that. Abuse yeah. it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, like when small business, the Lakers uh, applied for that PPP loan and got like, what is it? Like couple million dollars or whatever yeah it's like when you find out shake shack and ruth chris fucking ate up you know a huge percentage of the fucking uh ppe loans for small business like no go fuck yourself (laughs) fucking ruth chris steakhouse and your brain explodes when you think about how many how many good reasons we have to siege the capital and the one we chose (laughs) you know you know you know what i mean oh man like like if these motherfuckers and that's that's the thing i i was i was working on a joke the other day which is not a good joke basically but just on this idea of like maybe if global warming was called like and literally anything else you know maybe the problem with a lot of this shit is that they weren't marketed towards the lowest common denominator you know and i hate to speak that way but that's where we're at right like and we spent so much time trying to fucking highbrow lib culture that this is where we're at now. And imagine like, just think like what you just said, like people should, poor people should be fucking mad about that. But that's not, you know, that's never going to get people to storm the cap. I mean, and Democrats are not good at it, right? Like they're, no, no, they're no. not good at coming out and being like, we're not fucking elitist and we're not rich. <laughs> like somehow Ted Cruz is good at that. 
with his wife who works at Goldman Sachs. Like, <laughs> yeah, his ugly ass wife. I, that I, I'm just quoting the president. That's on the record. That's on the fucking White House record. God, I love that that happened. And he had, then he fucking I mean, slobbed his knob after that. He was like, oh, you, called yeah. my, you called my dad. You said my dad killed JFK and called my wife a dog. But I love you, dude. We're homies now. Uh, yeah. Well, there was a good tweet where it was just like, AOC better stop embarrassing Ted Cruz or he's going to start campaigning for yeah. her. <laughs> Oh, man. Boys, I think it's time we talk about something happy. Something that we're all nuts about. Let's talk about fucking beans. beans. Andy, take us away. Boys, let me give you some background here. I've been in the coffee mindset. I've been going down the rabbit hole. I found this place. I've known about this place for a little while. I knew them as a little coffee truck. Uh, When I first started my first job out of college, I would get off the path train in Jersey City, New Jersey, there was a mod cup food truck or coffee truck. I uh, stopped there every once in a while, get a coffee. I knew of it while I worked there. Never did much research into it. Now I've gotten into coffee, started looking into local roasteries. Find that mod cup does roast their own coffee in Jersey City, has their own roastery. You can go to it and buy the coffee there. Uh, I start going. I start showing up there, talking to the dudes. Uh, building a rapport, uh, you know, just hanging out. Fall in love with this place. I love every single coffee I've had from this place. They do. Uh, it, it's rare. I feel like you actually find a place that like kind of cares about the coffee in like not a snobby way, but just in like a, a, a hobby way. It's a hobbyist place. They actually, you know, they got a variety of beans. They're going they do tours of Costa Rica finding these rare beans they sh- they bring back and show you here's you know we met the the native workers the you know the native sellers we bought the beans directly from them uh and it's just a cool place they do a lot of cool little things i'm a sucker for a fucking local place too small business that you know hangs in the community uh so yeah i went to this roastery i've you know been talking to them uh this coffee that we're having here today it's an ethiopian uh, when I went to the roastery about two months ago, I had told him, listen, I've been to your, other, I've been to your like other store. I, this is what I've tried. He was like, let me pull you a cup of this stuff. We just got in. We just roasted. I take a sip of this. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. Blueberry is at the top here for the tasting notes. I fucking tasted that blueberry. And I was like, I fucking got to have this. I bought two bags, went home and immediately I've been tweaking to get it just right to how I tasted it in the store. I've yet to hit the peak. I feel like it was magic when I tasted it in the store. I've been working towards that ever since on my own. Uh, it's fucking great. I love this coffee. It's my daily right now. Uh, Mod Cup is rad. If anyone wants to check them out, modcupcoffee.com. They, uh, they'll deliver. They just released their spring lineup. It's rad. I'm about to spend a lot of money. Um, and they're cool dudes. They, uh, my, my thought process right now, I don't know that this is actually going to come to fruition. I, I want to, and you know, I got to get over the social anxiety first. I really badly want to just say, Hey, can I work for free? Like a couple Saturdays a month and like, I'll clean the floors and like sweep and shit. I just want to <laughs> learn about like the roasting process. I just want to watch and like learn. 
you don't have to pay me, but I will do shit if in exchange for this knowledge. Uh, because in a dream scenario where I didn't have to fucking work a soul crushing job, uh, I would love to work at this roastery, hang out, talk coffee with people that come in, roast beans. Uh, it would be rad. Ride your bike there. Ride your bike home. Yeah, ride my fucking <laughs> bike home. Uh, they do like art contests when uh, they they put they hang posters. Uh, people local people can apply to design a poster for them. They do different themes, and then the winner gets a fucking sometimes a Chemex or a beans, whatever, and then they hang the poster in the place. Uh, yeah, it's a cool shop. This is an Ethiopian, like I said, blueberry fig jam, fruity and exotic is how they describe it. It's rad. How are we so, feeling on it? Before we talk about the coffee, Andy, I absolutely think you should do this. I I could not co-sign this idea. Like, and, you know, even if it's just like... And I think you can frame it as awkward and a weird question. Yeah. To get rid of some of the... Just yeah. like, hey, I know this is fucking weird. I want to learn. What can I do? I'll, I'll fucking clean the floor for you. And I think as, like, people who, you know, genuinely enjoy, like, people... Like, you know, you say it's like a hobbyist place. I think people who are like that are more than eager to like share what they know. And like, I think they would be super into like, just like, you know, teaching you and like showing you and doing all that stuff. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think the next time I go in there, in addition to buying a bunch of stuff, I'm going to be like, Hey, listen, you know, I would love to do like, you know, even if it's just one day a month, I'll mm -hmm. fucking, you know, do whatever, whatever the bitch work or like the dumb stuff you really fucking hate doing. I'll do it. I'll scrub fucking Chemexes uh, just to, you know, kind of hang out and watch this shit go down. So yeah. hopefully. But how you guys, you guys dig in the coffee or, or are we out on it? Elmer, you go first. Um, Andrew, I think this is the best cup of coffee I've ever Ooh, had in my life. Oh, hell yeah. Um, this is exactly the kind of coffee I like. And it's very hard to describe it. There's something about the color and the look. It's it's a lighter, not glossy bean. Mm -hmm. I feel like was this maybe I'm thinking of also the last one you sent. Um which is was very similar. It's almost got You know what graham crackers taste like? <laughs> It's almost got like a a nutty or a graham crackery finish, and I wonder if that maybe the, that's where the fig jam situation comes mm -hmm. in. Um, also, I've just noticed that blueberry not being such a citrusy fruit. Whenever I've seen it on coffee, it's a good thing. It's usually like a more mellow fruity. Yeah, it's flavor, a little earthy, which I definitely like it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so it's. I'm doing, yeah, I don't know. I like it a lot. I've been drinking it this week. Um, big fan. This is just one of my, one of my, I think this is my new number one. That makes me hype. I'm like, they just released this, the spring lineup. Like I said, I'm worried if this is going to get rotated out right now. Mm. The last time I was in there, when I bought your coffee, I was like, it wasn't on the shelf. And he was like, I was like, hey, he he saw me looking at the shelf because he was helping a different customer. He's like, yo, what are you looking for? Told him. He's like, I actually just roasted some. I was like, oh, can I get five bags? <laughs> and he was like, well, I only have three right now. 
I was like, yeah, I'll take those. <laughs> so I got to uh, stock up. Yeah. So I think this is also, I really, I really enjoy this one. I definitely get that like fig, the fig. I, I don't know if I've ever eaten a fig, but this coffee tastes like what I imagine a fig tastes like mm-hmm. in like that term. It's just, it, it does have that like sort of fruity, like airy feel sort of like the one that I, I think it has a similar taste to the one that I, I got. Yeah, I think so um, too. And so I, I'm so curious about like how these beans like work in the fact, cause like you're not, you know, you're like roasting these and just like, you know, you're spinning them around roasting them and that like gives them this like flavor, you know, you're not like adding other than the ones that I had initially sent the, from season one, like where they're adding, I'm sure like syrup or fucking whatever. And like, but like, just like roasting these gives it that flavor. And it's just like so interesting, like how that how that sort of works and like based on the the location, it gives it a different feel. But yeah, I really, I really, really like this one. Um, I think I'm getting a little bit more complex in my appreciation for for coffee. And uh, yeah, I really, really good. I'm so happy you guys enjoyed it. This is like I said, these uh, these dudes are rad. Uh, this is like a really cool shop. And I'm a sucker for dumb shit like this, like not dumb shit, but. <laughs> fucking local new jersey fucking good good package yeah good good smell the whole experience is ah don't edit this sam i just keep putting my volume down when i drink Mm -hmm. and i put my mug down so then i forget to unmute myself and i sound very quiet on the record but um there's something about this kind of uh it, it it kind of feels like the record situation where it's a full sensory experience that uh it's just, it's just been nice i'll tell you what you know uh taking your time uh having an excuse to slow down i think is uh you know the, the coffee situation has been the set at the center of that change in my life um and i'm just trying to bring that into other spaces and i think it's uh that might be one of the secrets to life guys oh yeah is uh trying to be present and you know, I, you, I, I just, you, the starting to realize you have to try to do shit, <laughs> you know, shit just doesn't just happen the way, like, you know, when you were young and had no responsibility, stuff just kind of happened and it was, it was easy. Um, but it's just like, yeah, if I, uh, if I make an effort, uh, to just not have easy coffee in the house and I have to go a little slower when I make coffee, um, that's been nice. Yeah. I got to say too, this is somewhat related, but I think. What I've found over the last month, ritual and routine are incredible. I feel Mm -hmm. like uh, going to bed early or at the same time, at least getting up early, making my coffee and like having the whole ritual, going for a walk, taking it slow, you know, being present and just like kind of going for that walk, chilling out in the morning. It's been nice, like not fucking just flying fast and loose, go to sleep whenever, wake up whenever, <laughs> fucking roll out of bed and do some dumb shit, fucking get on work and be miserable. And yeah. like, it's having that ritual, those, those routines, it's been nice. It, it fucking, you feel good. I feel like you accomplished yeah. it. Reading books too. I fucking finish a book. I'm like, God damn, I could fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Give me cancer. I'll yeah, sell it I'll right now. Do it. I just read a fucking 170 page book. I'll do fucking anything. <laughs> Yeah, and I, 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 that is the thing, man. Like you, 
I, I don't know. I've realized I spend so much time trying to fix uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, well, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, if you just, it, it's about being present. Yep. Like, I don't know. Every, I, I've, I've just done so much research in the last year. Just realizing that I wasn't going to be able to like survive quarantine without putting in effort to fucking not be miserable. And that's really just been the common theme everywhere is just like, you know, my, my therapist said it once and he said, you know, he's like, you know, the saying like smell the roses. He's like, apply that to fucking everything in your life. He's like, when was the last time you stopped and thought about like what grass smelled like when you were walking or something? And it's just like, he's like, that's the secret. It's just distracting you yourself with what's immediately in front of you long enough uh, that you're not spending time on regret the past and fear the future. And we solved it, guys. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Be happy. Just, you know, just be just be happy. And you're yeah. yeah. Stop being, <laughs> just stop being and, sad. And put a lot of work in and, and maybe take medication and, and do all sorts of different things. Like, you know, I did all I did all of the, the yeah. above. So, you know, do it. I. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of crazy. You realize, like, you really being present is like the number one thing. You worry, like, how much shit you're thinking about, worrying about past, present, future. It's like you can only control what's directly in front of me. Not to get inspirational yeah. here, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just in a podcast where they were saying like you need to, you need to learn to control, to frame your happiness around things you can control. Like, it's like, you need to make that a habit because we frame it a lot or even like our professional shit. It's like, you can't even truly make that your source of happiness because there's so much out of your control. Yep. So like, you need to like actively lie, like, and it feels weird saying lie to yourself, but you need to rewire your brain, I guess, to like kind of uh, condition it to be like, well, that shitty person uh, is not in charge of my happiness. Uh, and it's easier said than done. Yep. Today happens to be a good day. I had six bad days in a row before this, yep. you know? And I think a thing, too, that's just how it goes. It's like, you got to be like, shit happens. Like, it's not going to be perfect all the time. You're going to have, I think the, the thing is not being happy all the time. It's like handling, not obsessing so much on the bad, right? Like, kind of being able to walk away sometimes. Uh, being comfortable with discomfort, yeah. you know? Like, a big thing I've told myself this year a lot is like, because I'm a big why, I'm a big logic brain guy you know like that's how i view the world so i'm always like i think that leads to like a lot of my uh or you know chicken or the egg thing but like the anxiety thing that's how it manifests itself i ask questions and so many times this year i've had to just been like you know why do i feel this way which is already like level one like that's good right but then level two finally was realizing like oh you feel this way because you're fucking in a pandemic because you haven't seen your mom in so long because you haven't because you just lost power because Ted Cruz is fucking ugly. <laughs> you know, like there's there's so many things that you passively just carry around on your shoulders that you're constantly playing the game of like, fuck that. I'm not going to let Ted Cruz bother me. But also Ted Cruz is actively hurting people. It's kind of hard not to, you know, carry that with you. So kind of that fucking balance is is, is the tough part. Is just like, I don't know, not disengaging so much that you're, you know, not contributing yeah. to to the people around you. Um, but also realizing you fucking can't do shit. You're powerless and 
you know, that can be a negative vibe or a good vibe. <laughs> you just got to kind of like actively try to mold it into what it needs to be. This is a little bit of a hard turn and, and it's not, it may, it's maybe it starts off a little negative, but it gets, it gets okay. I had a fucking shit blew up over here because I, Monday or Tuesday morning, you know, cat or Monday night, maybe the cat's acting Nala acting a little weird. She's not being as energetic. She's not knocking shit off the counter. Uh, she's not, you know, doing, she's not zooming through the house. I'm like, okay, it's a little weird. Maybe she's just having an off day. Next day, she's sneezing a lot. She's like, has one eye, has like some discharge from it. She can't open it. A lot of sneezing, very like lethargic. Uh, she's still eating. I think uh, Tuesday night, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take her to the vet tomorrow. Tuesday night, Melissa goes to sleep. Cat's still sneezing. I'm fucking full panic mode. I'm like Googling stuff that it could be. And it's everything under the sun, right? Oh, this happened to my cat and they were dead in 20 minutes. Uh, Jesus. So I'm fucking, I, I, that's it. I called the emergency vet. I got on the phone with the fucking vet. I was like, hey, here's what's going on. Uh, I, I will come right now if I need to. And she was like, it sounds like maybe an upper respiratory infection, but if she's eating, which she was, uh, it's probably okay. So you can probably wait till tomorrow. But if you want to come in, and have a $1,400 vet bill, uh, you can come in. So then I woke Melissa up and had an emotional moment where I was like, I just don't want the cat to be anything wrong with her. Uh, so then the next day, I, I managed to go, I slept on the couch with the cat. Uh, and then the next day we went to the vet, I dropped her off and they called me and she has an upper respiratory infection and it's perfectly normal. It happens to 96% of the cat population. Uh, she has some anti Yeah, she has some antibiotics, and we got some eye drop medicine, which has been just an absolute joy to give her. Oh, and <laughs> uh, she's better now. Like she's sneezing a little bit every once in a while, but she's fucking knocking shit off the counter. She smashed the glass last night. <laughs> uh, she's running around. She's playing with her sister. Like she woke me up at, or she woke Melissa up at five thirty in the morning this morning. It's been great to have her back. <laughs> uh but i fucking overreacted i was like because listen when we're we're tied when the cat goes i probably go too so <laughs> it was a it was a fucking spectacle but we're all good now everything's great i've been at nova i don't think i talked about on the show either two weeks ago had an ear infection had to get fucking eardrops for so i've been at the vet like three weeks in a row now fucking talking to them so i'm hoping and you're saying hey i'll I'll clean your floors do whatever you want me to do just take care <laughs> just of my cat for my, free just fix my cats <laughs> well i'm glad that uh both of them are okay now yeah they're surviving they're thriving most things you worry about never happen anyways yep. you know and so elmer you're you said we talked a little bit at the beginning you're moving in like two weeks Two weeks, yes. And then Lexi's um, coming eventually. That same, that same. Oh, week. Awesome. oh, wow, damn. Yeah, so I think I'll move in like a, a Tuesday, and she'll be driving down a Friday or a Saturday. Mm. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, that's fun. I get my fucking kitty back. Thank God. 
Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Started a new job. Uh, was supposed to be two weeks ago, but then, you know, didn't have internet or power <laughs> or drinkable yeah. water um, or heat. But started the week after that and they were they were cool about it. And uh, it's been great uh, so far, man. Like I literally got, had a very heavy emotional moment realizing how thankful I was to have HR um, and realized like, oh, that was a that was a big problem last time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely needed that. Um, so very, very, very cool. Also, just from like a forget what you usually think of HR for, but just thinking of them as like peop, a, a people team, mm-hmm. you know, people, people. And to have them kind of guide me as I'm ramping up instead of like some other person with my kind of job. You know, that it's just like you feel weird because you're like taking up time and stuff. Instead, it's just like, no, we have a system for this. We have like, you know, we everything's all organized. Don't worry. So now do you look Uh, at Toby from the office in a different light? Um, yeah, I definitely (laughs) do. Definitely do. Um, but it's been good, man. The job is a. It's a bigger boy job. Nice. Um. You realize what kind of baby ass baby shit you were doing before um, when you get a bigger job. But it also feels it feels bigger, not in a scary way, like in an attainable. Like I definitely know how to do this. I just kind of grow into it a little mm. bit. Um, but just the stakes, you know, I've, I was on a local regional level before. Now I'm on a national level. Um, so, you know, bigger stake lies I got to tell and stuff. It's it's great. Um yeah. And it's also, you know, like I'll be on calls and there's people wearing beanies, you know, a couple years older than me. And it's just like that was not the world I was in before, you know? Now even like my client interactions, it's just like it's tech and startup culture. So it's like everyone's wearing t shirts and hats and shit. They got the mechanical keyboards. And it's just like they're, they got the mechanical they're they're keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. glass yeah. I mean, it's broken. Just, I was just not in that world before, dude. I was tucking in my shirt, wearing fucking ties, and I couldn't imagine. You know, dude, I was literally like pretending to take a lunch break, getting in my car, driving to the Whole Foods parking lot two blocks away, and just fucking ripping cigarettes, just blasting <laughs> cigs in the Whole Foods parking lot around no one that looked like me or behaved like me. I was also just in the very like uh Uh, I wish I knew what version existed in New Jersey, but I feel like everywhere has this version where it's just like, oh, this is where like the rich old people live part of town, you know? So that was also where I worked. So just like everything about my day was that energy, even just going to the store or something, uh, getting lunch anywhere was, that was the vibe. Um, So it just could not be the most opposite. I even remember, you know, I wore, I wore a hat and like an Adidas jacket on my third day. And that took like, bravery for me to finally do it in my other job when I was working from home for months already. You know, I was just like, man, people going to be like weird if I wear a fucking baseball hat. Yep. Not anymore. Hell yeah. Um, so that feels great. That's a big, just like, Oh man, that's a Brown person. That's hot. That's awesome. I like that. You know, (laughs) but before I couldn't say things like that. Um, so that, that, that's a big difference. Like, just knowing you're you're not the only guy thinking a certain way. Great feeling. Yeah, that's a uh, that's nice. I'm sure. 
So yeah, new job. I'll tell you guys off the air about the new job. Uh, Big moves. I'll give you the deets later. Yes. But yeah, but it's it's a. Uh, I just realized. I don't know. I didn't realize how small potatoes I was until, <laughs> um, until now. Like I knew it, but then doing the work, it's just like, oh wow, this is up funny. next. It's global, baby. Hell yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know about that. I don't like. I don't like time zones. No. If I could avoid global, if I could stick to national, I'm already, <laughs> I already made a fuck of my first week where I was like, I texted someone or I, I messaged someone and they're like, Hey, sorry, I didn't reply to you. It was 6am when you texted, when you messaged me on Slack. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm starting my, I don't know if I said I'm starting my new job, uh, tomorrow and big stoked, big stoked for that. Uh, it's my, my big boy work from home job. Hell yeah. Um, I, so my last day at the at the wood shop was Friday and that was, I don't know. It was, it was sad. Like, you know, cause like all those people like that I worked with, most of the people that I worked with were like super cool and like super knowledgeable. And they were all like really sad to see me go. Um, so yeah, it was a, a little, it was a little bit of a bummer, but you know, I, f- I figure now that I'll have like a real salary and can afford things, I'll, I'll be able to spend more of my, more of my money there. So What's the what are you blowing the first paycheck on besides having to pay bills and all that? So here's here's what I'm thinking. You guys might have to help me help me choose. So I want to get like a a little like a like a chop saw, right? Like Mm -hmm. a a miter saw. Or what I'm thinking is maybe a lathe. And if you've seen those videos online, it's like where the wood spins really fast and you like have a little like thing to like, you can make bowls and, and stuff like that. Um, that's pretty high on my list. Um, or I, I kind of want to get into like forging like knives and shit. God that damn. I think is that that's another level That is, I mean, that's like super hard and that's like, I think a fairly expensive and taxing hobby. You'd be uh, like a I've blacksmith. Got- You'd have yeah. like an anvil. Yeah, I mean that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. You would uh you would have big ass forms. That's the plan. Do you guys know anvils are fucking expensive? I'm, it's just fucking straight yeah. iron, isn't it? Like Yeah. And it's also I bet you moving it and shipping it is expensive as a motherfucker. Even, I, I like I found a, a used one on Facebook Marketplace, eight hundred dollars. God damn. For a hunk of fucking steel. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll come eventually. I think my, my new like hobby here, I want to start restoring antique chisels. Um, it's very specific. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten, I've gotten super into Japanese hand tools lately. Uh, and chisels also very expensive. Uh, if you want like a nice set of like 10, uh, from like a reputable place, like you're looking at like four grand. Oh, wow. Uh, and so I've, my, my plan is I buy some like used ones, like some antique ones for a little bit cheaper and then restore those and sell them for a good hefty profit. I mean, I would buy weapons off of you. No problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd be, I don't want to say I'm, I don't want to say I'm more excited about weapons and coasters, you get? but I, but I will. Oh, what, what, what kind of weapons can you make? Uh, I could probably, you know, those like 3d printed guns. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yeah. just kidding. That's fucking terrible. Um, just a wooden black gun. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, maybe some nunchucks. Oh, hell yeah. Nunchucks <laughs> would be rad. That's exciting though. I mean, just, uh, 
you know, the world opens up. Yeah. I uh, I also have a bunch of like projects planned for my house. I want to redo my bathroom. I think in the spring or maybe like early spring or early late spring, early summer, I want to add like a, a little like deck to the front of my house, like a little porch. A little gazebo. A little gazebo, a little amiibo mm. gazebo. And then, uh, yeah. I th- so are you going to get a cat? I thought you wanted to get one. That's that's a that's a maybe i'm gonna wait a little bit longer to see like to make sure that i can you know it's like something that i can afford and like do all that and stuff um but yeah i think that's maybe on the horizon hell yeah you can afford a cat sam if you can afford (laughs) fucking all the anime bullshit you buy you can afford a fucking cat (laughs) cheaper than it's fair it is funny that like cats are like 20 bucks to buy like it that's just that's what it is I'm worried about it breaking my stuff, though. It will do that. No, it won't break. Just don't stuff. put don't okay. put your Chemexes out. What's the most? What's the worst thing it's broken? The Chemex, right? Like that's and that checks out. You yeah, so left the glass yeah, on the counter. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah, I feel like cats don't actually fuck shit up. Like, and, like, and there are some cats that are gonna be meaner towards couches, for example. But you can do stuff about that. You know, like clown though. If never, no, 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 no. But if Kahlo starts being a little bitch about like the new couch we're gonna get, I'm gonna go get that cinnamon spray that cats don't like. You know, just spray it on the couch, and that that worked on our house cat growing up. So you got, she won't fuck up your anime scrolls. I can promise you. The wall scrolls are fine. Oh, thank God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to another fine quality episode of awkward pause is some of the audio fucked up who knows maybe audacity or audition will fix that uh you can find me uh etsy.com backslash shop backslash samu wood goods you want a wooden charcuterie board you can buy one uh you can find elmer at this is a real 240p episode if you ask Mm. me uh you can find me at elms is not mad um Sam, I'm interested in that charcuterie board. I didn't realize that was a, that was a, let's talk. I'm a, I have a house now. You, you got know, a I house. I have to share it's, yeah. Robert. I can buy nice it's things. It's an R&D yeah. right now. It's an R&D. Yeah, it's an R&D. I also, at some point, the knife, the knife holder is going to come to you. I just got to buy more magnets and stuff. Oh, I forgot about the knife holder. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's on my list of things to make. And the record holder. Right, I'll, 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 I'll pay for the R&D. Uh, make sure I want you, I want to, I want you to charge me fairly. Okay. Andy, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at street super one R. Maybe I'll start uh, sharing my Pokemon collection. I'm amassing over here. Hell yeah. You, uh, you really should just, just forget about being cool mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's so much fun when you just give up, <laughs> it, just give up, start posting your Pokemon cards. It'll be more fun. Yeah. Do it, dude. Stay tuned. I got some cool Pikachus. I want to share. The Pikachu in the kimono? Oh, yeah. yeah, Kanazawa Pikachu. I got that shit. Oh, shit. You can follow the show at Ockpaws. <laughs> you can follow... Do you know the, the social media, the coffee place, ModCo? Uh, follow them on Instagram, uh, at ModCupCoffee. Do it. So much confidence. Stay golden. Bye.
in hand. 